Are you an educator who works with vulnerable children? Are you frustrated with trying to meet the needs of vulnerable children in an inflexible, target-driven system? Would you like to know how you can better help support these vulnerable children in your school or organization? Well, look no further. Welcome to this special podcast series from Braveheart Education. Now, please welcome your host and the author of The Teacher's Introduction to Attachment, Nicola Marshall. Welcome to number 18 in this special podcast series on the teacher's introduction to attachment. And today we're going to be talking about or thinking about changes and transitions. I've noticed over the years with my children, I know other children in similar circumstances, that um, when they transition through the different stages in school, um, it can have such an impact on them. They can very often regress um, before or after they've they've moved. They very often find it um, difficult to settle again. Um, moving from schools, from um, primary to secondary is very difficult for them. Um, and changes as well, just different um, things that might happen in the setting. And there's lots of things that happen in school that, that uh, are different for them, even in primary when we have new teachers, we have new teaching assistants, students in, different people visiting the school, uh, new new pupils themselves or, or pupils that, that might leave. I had one recently with my youngest son who's just going into year six where uh, last year he had a, a friend that he was really close to in his class and then all of a sudden he, he just left. There was no word as to say where he'd gone or what had happened. His family had moved somewhere else and um, he found that really difficult because there wasn't kind of an ending for him. Though, you know, he, he was kind of stuck in that place of not really knowing uh, what was happening. Um, so what does it actually mean um, to, to change something or to transition? The dictionary tells us it's to move from one thing to another. And sometimes I think even with children moving from one activity to another, it's, it can be really difficult for them. Um, is to become different to, um, to lay aside, abandon or leave and to give and receive reciprocally, which is really difficult for children who um, haven't experienced that kind of relationship. Um, it's really hard to be in a, in a given and, and receive relationship like that. In terms of transitions, I think there are lots of signs that children, well and changes, lots of signs that children find uh, these things difficult. You may see the obvious signs where they are upset and are crying about things and they may even tell you what it's about. Um, very often they don't and you have to kind of try and dig around and, and figure out what it might be about. They might withdraw and get um, quiet. There might be a deterioration in their behaviour. So what I've found is that they either seem to do more or less of, of, of what they do normally. So, for example, um, they might even become much, uh, much, um, what's the word? Much more compliance or, or better behaved in the classroom or more helpful or, uh, you know, more positive towards other people. And that, that might be a sign that actually, you know, they're finding things difficult and they're worried about changes and transitions. And that's, um, you know, that's coming out in their kind of need to, to be liked and um, for everything to be OK around them. Um, clingy and demanding. 
they might their control um, issues might might get worse so they might become more controlling chattering and inane chattering about nothing just kind of um, needing to be heard I guess eating issues soiling and wetting sleep problems or destructive behavior um, and there's other things I've seen as well like um, stealing and lying um, I've noticed certainly with one of our children that when they come to the end of a school year there tends to be um, more extreme behavior than there has been for the rest of the year and that I think is because they're worrying about um, moving up into the next year they're worrying about growing up and all that that means and for children who have experienced early trauma sometimes their view of the world in terms of the future can be quite distorted um, they might be very pessimistic about the future and the feeling of of becoming a parent themselves can be difficult my daughter is is a bit like this she worries about the future she's only 13 and she's she worries about being a parent about getting married about all of those things that she shouldn't have to be thinking about at all at this stage but because that's her experience that that was a negative experience for her um, she finds it very difficult so every transition you know everything that happens physically for her or emotionally that is a sign of a growing up is really really difficult for her to cope with so what are some of the things that we can do to help children um one kind of simple thing i guess to do is if you've got younger children and they are they struggle to finish an activity so if they are getting really upset or angry because you know we've said right we're going to finish that now we're going to do something else um, if they've really loved the activity that they're doing then very often for them they may feel that um, you know why should we have to finish this it's not fair um, we may never do this again so just to be able to reassure them that okay we're not we need to stop that now to do something else but we're going to come back and do that later or we're going to come back and do that tomorrow or next week make sure as we've said before that that is what you're going to do because um, they will remember many times what you've said uh, if you can create a schedule or a timetable for children to know what is coming up that's really useful uh, and I think with that as well, to if you're not sure of things that are happening, then I would say leave that out and just say, you know, we think we might be doing this, but we're not sure, so we're going to wait and see. Because what I have found is if if you stick something in there, it's like it's in stone. And then if it moves, um, they can react very adversely to that. I do also know other children who really, really have to know what is happening every minute of the day. Um, and with that, you, you just have to do as best as you can to say this is what is going to happen. What I found with my children that helps with the free time as well is, you know, when we're on holiday at home, is to maybe give them a plan of what's happening each day. And if there's some free time, as in we haven't got an activity planned, then give them some things that they can do in that time. And I found that this works particularly well for my daughter who seems to struggle to find something to do herself. So to say, right, if there's we've got an hour and there's nothing happening, then you can do these things. If it's nice outside, you can play on the trampoline, you can play with the water, you can, you know, make something in the garden or, or whatever it is. If it's not nice outside, you can... You know, do some loom, loom bracelets, you can um, do a jigsaw, you can play a game with someone, you can watch some TV. So it's all out for her. So she can then come in and look at something and say, OK, right, I'm going to go and uh, do a jigsaw now and then come back and do something else later. Also, if you can, to give them as much notice as possible when there is going to be a change. 
And this the same with transition. So plan for the big moves like um, moving years. Uh, of course, moving from primary to secondary is a huge move for children. Um, and they are going to have need to have more time to, to adjust to that. So maybe plan more visits to the high school, uh, try and get them to to meet more people. I was a, a governor at our children's secondary school before they moved. Um, so I would take them to events that were happening so that they could just see the building and, and just be in the atmosphere uh, before they came, just so they would, you know, it wouldn't be so unfamiliar to them. Um, so there's lots of things you can do to help them with changes and transitions, but also just to, to um, as I think I've said before, just to be able to step back and kind of say, what is this about? You know, if they are, so let's say they're, they're, they've got extreme behaviours at the end of a school year, every year, then as a school we should be kind of saying, mm, there's, there's real some real anxiety here, what can we do to help them? Not uh, what we tend to do is, is to try and, go down the behaviour modification route and try and stop them from doing the behaviour they're doing but think about what is underneath it, what, what is driving this behaviour. So thank you for listening again um, to our podcast and I hope to speak to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast, part of a special series introducing the teacher's introduction to attachment. To order your copy of this book, go to www.teachersintro.com.